and seen. No on Radio 4, it's time for Midsummer Archer. Jones, where are you? Ah, Detective Inspector Barnaby, we're down in the cellar. Right, Jones, what's going on here? Well, the deceased, sir, Kenton Archer, as you can see, has been found face down in this barrel of shires. Yes, that's quite a way to go. Stark naked, with a peacock sticking out of his rectum. Does the pathologist suspect foul play? Well, it is a peacock, sir. Yes, I can see that, Jones. I mean, has he been murdered? Well, it could be a gay sex game gone wrong. Jones, in Ambridge, it was ever thus. Perhaps we ought to retire upstairs, sir, for a little bit of a pub lunch. Oh, I wouldn't mind a pint of showers myself. Not going to find it a little bit too full-bodied today, I think. Poor taste, Jones. Poor taste. Mm, that is a lovely drop. Oh, sorry, gents, can I just clear your glasses? I say, Jones, where have you been? I'm sorry, sir, I just had a call from uh, the station. Unfortunately, Tony Archer's been found with um, Stevenson's rocket sticking out of his mouth. Oh, he hasn't, he hasn't been in the public toilets on the Borchester bypass with those truckers again, has he? Oh, that dirty bugger! No, they tied his head to a board, constructed an elaborate model railway, and ran a replica of Stevenson's rocket straight down his gullet. He's dead, sir. Well... That's one train that ran on time, at least, Jones. A bad taste, sir. Oh, what a lovely village green, but where has Jones got to? Sir, sir. Ah, oh, there you are, Jones. There's been another tragedy. Sorry, I was called over to the village hall. There was a matinee of their traditional Ash Wednesday pantomime, and the producer of the pantomime, Linda Snell, was slowly kicked to death by a pantomime horse in front of an audience of villagers. Jones, that's a Appalling. I've never heard anything like it. I know, it's hideous, sir. An Ash Wednesday pantomime? And scene. And later on ITV, we're in court to settle those disputes that start on a popular gay dating app in our new series, Judge Grinder. Following that... From Janet Jackson to Judy Finnegan, we look back on the most calamitous wardrobe malfunctions in I'm a Celeb Titty, Get Me Out of Here. And then on ITV, we're exploring canine bestiality in the home in a special late night edition of Paul O'Grady for the love of dogs. And scene. Welcome back to The One Show, and we're going to go straight to Tony Looseleaf, who's on day 77 of Ottawatch. Tony, are you there? Hi, Fran. Hi, Tony. Hi, Fran. Tony, can you, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, excellent. So, Tony, how are things going down there, down in Devon? Well, day 77 of um, Ottawatch, as you know, we're in, the, we're in our hide... Uh, we haven't left the hide um, uh, only once today uh, on the Lutaflumen, which, as we know, is the ancient uh, name for Otter River. We've 77 days now in the hide. Uh, we did leave today 
Unfortunately today, three more dead otters. Oh, Tony, that's terrible. Another three dead ones. I know. Ter- terrible, terrible times here in the hide. Um, that, that brings the count now to 97. Uh, but no, I've just been corrected. 96, one of those was indeed uh, quite a plump, fat oat. I think. Uh, um, sorry, stoat. I think it had been in the water a while, maybe sort of weighed down by some bracken and the gases had built up. Very easy to mistake. But, I mean, the, the ones we have seen, and we, as you know, we've buried each and every otter we've found here. It's been very sad. Um, beautiful faces. Uh, you can imagine when they're alive, such playful animals, and that's what we're hoping to see. I mean, the stoat not quite as pretty, but we buried him anyway. So, I mean, Tony, for all our family, uh, family of viewers at home watching this, probably trying to eat their tea um, they'll be just as heartbroken as we are to hear about this this terrible news of so many dead otters I know and it, it, the more we can do to preserve the natural habitats around the country um, and and treat these animals with the respect that I, I, I like to think that me and my assistant Harold are doing um, one thing we have instigated today though and it's a, it's been a, it's been a hard-learned lesson we're already we're already touching the otters if we were in gloves because Unfortunately, they could be quite infectious. They could they could cause quite up quite um, unfortunate stomach upsets, as Harold has found out. Yeah, just just on that point, Tony, how are you and Harold coping from a from a hygiene perspective after seventy seven days? It's it's not a glamorous life. I can tell you that you you don't get into natural science for the glamour. Um, we've we've got a large empty family circle biscuit tin. And unfortunately, that is our convenience. That is what we're using. And, and to be honest, today it's been quite inadequate. And, and what have you been eating? Uh, well, we've got some dried food of some, of some varieties um, that we, we, we sort of put with some water. But we can't have hot water because we don't want the sound of a kettle to actually to scare off any otters, any live otters, that is, that might be. I mean, of the three otters that came down today, I must say the first one was well ahead of the of the next two so we, we were hopeful when we saw the with the one dead otter we were like well there may be some live otters with them but no unfortunately the other two came down practically hand in hand probably i suspect a mating pair that um somehow uh, you know death death overcame them i'm not sure why oh i mean that that, that is that is uh, heartwarming and tragic at the same time tony now, now tony i must quickly stop you there we, we actually have uh, one of our viewers on the phone uh, just called in um something of a local historian uh, from the area where, where you've been based for the, for, for this time so we're on, just going to yes yes uh, yes so we're just going to cut uh the next voice you'll hear will be our caller how exciting yeah yeah his name is uh, harold not while we're on the link no save it for later so, so his name is Trevor. Trevor, after you. Yeah, I'd just like to point out, I'm actually from uh, the old Otter River area myself, and I, I heard your guy there, Tony, he referred to it as the Lutaflumen. Yes, the Lutaflumen, the River of the Otters. Yeah, yeah, and he's quite right on that part, but I think what you might have overlooked is there, there's actually an old copper works just, just you know, a mile or so up the river from where we, he's based. We passed that. Yeah, we we passed. Uh, sorry, I you, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I can hear you. We then. passed that when we, Harold. We passed the copperworks, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. So, because of the old copperworks there, the actual original historic name for for that is actually Mortus Lutaflumen. I don't know what your Latin's like there, Tony. 
well, Luther Flumen, as we've established, Otter, Otter River. River. And certainly we've been, we've been, there's been an abundance of otters, albeit... albeit yeah, Mortis, Luther Flumen, Tony. Yes, Mortis. That's, um, as in... Yes, dead, isn't it? As in dead Otter River. So we, we've been camped out here for over two months on dead Otter River. Yeah. Get the family circle tin. We're going home, Harold. OK, thank you. Thank you. How lovely that you've rung in now, two months in. Thank you. Pleasure. And scene. Oh, hi, Mum. Hi. How did you know it was me? Well, you phoned my mobile and it says Mum on the screen. It doesn't say sick Mum, then. No, no, just Mum. Mm. Have you thought any more about what I phoned you about yesterday? No, Mum. Following your sixth phone call to me yesterday, I, I haven't given it any further thought. You won't even give me one kidney? No, Mum. I'm not going to give you one of my kidneys. But you've got two fully functional kidneys. And so do you. You never know. Mum, you don't just take one and just keep it for later just in case. Just on the off chance one of yours fails. What happens when one of mine does fail? If you do get a debilitating kidney disease, then we can see if you can have one of mine. Oh, you'd like to leave it to the last minute, wouldn't you? You'd like me to be at death's door. It just feels a bit premature. Premature like your father. I wish he'd be more premature and then you wouldn't be in the world. Look, I'm not going through that again. I had enough of that on Christmas Day. You don't care about me at all, do you? Mum, I'm just not giving you a kidney. One kidney? Yes, I'm not going to give you one kidney. Well, how about a lung then? Bye, Mum. And scene. Uh, Susie, can you send Joanna in now, please? Joanna, lovely to see you. Oh, lovely to see you, Mark. So, thanks for coming in. We have this really, really exciting project for you. We'd, we'd love you to, to be the star of our next documentary series. On ITV? ITV2. Oh, OK. You, I think your natural home, Joanna, ITV2. Now, we know you've done your travels in India. Oh, yes, India, so potent. You've done the Silk Road. Yes, thrice. And this next project would see you travelling to a, a a really unfortunate, it's really sad, um, a sort of a, a, a bombed-out orphanage in Sarajevo. Oh. Okay, so lots of very, very, very poor, unfortunate orphans, you know, mattresses on the floor, very little to eat, holes in the roof. You know, I think you can imagine... Oh, yes, it, it'd be such a treat for them to see me. Y yes, I mean, that's not the focus of the show, but yes, I'm sure they'd very much appreciate... I could see it now, the, the dimly lit room, and I sweep in, in my lovely way, and their little faces light up. I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what will happen. And then, when they least expect it... Yes? We bring in the elephant. Uh, an elephant? Oh, a lovely elephant, mine. Um, there don't tend to be many elephants in Sarajevo, Joanna. Well, one of the local elephants. Yeah. Perhaps I could go to the local elephant sanctuary. I'll speak to our fixers on the ground, but I don't think there is an elephant sanctuary in Sarajevo at the present. Oh. So we have to bring the elephants in? 
Well, I, I wasn't imagining elephants to be there. It was more about trying to shine a light on the, the terrible situation these orphans are in and to raise awareness. Yes, Hoping yes, for comic yes. relief next year, there'll be some money that we can help send out to, to help these desperately poor people, Joanna. And the elephants? Again, is, are the elephants something you really want to see in this project? Have you seen my contract with ITV? Well, no. This is our first meeting. I was just hoping that you'd really want to buy into the idea Mark, to, to, to help... there will be elephants. So the orphans you're not particularly interested in? Well, I mean, let's see how the elephants interact with them. And scene! In tonight's episode of Hastings Vice and Community Outreach, the manic motorist who mowed down multiple Mormons when he crashed his convertible into a collection of misguided missionaries, despite multiple fatalities, received an on-the-spot penalty of £30 and no further action was taken. The knife-wielding necrophiliac who was caught on film while fornicating with a recently deceased French poodle and garroted an elderly town crier after stabbing the local vicar while high on methamphetamine and cocaine was suspended from the police service and his pension reduced by 10% pending appeal. Chief Inspector Sutcliffe was reinstated on full pay after an internal inquiry found him not guilty of all charges. Finally, the belligerent book borrower, whose long-term hospitalisation for a stroke was no excuse for a tardy return of public property, will be spending her next three years at Her Majesty's pleasure in Wormwood Scrubs. Throw away the key. And scene. 